Welcome to Grow Your Influence Tree with your host, Leonard Kim. This is the show especially for those that want to be among the top influencers of the world. We'll help you build your brand, tell the most compelling story, build your reputation and grow your audience, and attract the top clients and customers. Listen to the experts. Think like they do, and you'll be on your way. Now, here's Leonard Kim. Hey everyone, Leonard Kim here, and I'm with my guest today, Wes Schaefer. Uh, just a little bit of a background on Wes. Um, he's known as a sales whisperer. Uh, he's obsessively uh, pragmatic uh, as an entrepreneur. He loves to do sales trainings. He's a brilliant copywriter, and he really goes out there and believes that marketing is just um, selling and, and the print version of it. Uh, he's the author of three books. Uh, what we're going to get into today is the number one reason why your sales are um, down. Uh, why your stress is up and you're running on empty. So, Wes, why don't you introduce yourself to the audience? Hey, Leonard. Uh, man, you just did such a great job. I wouldn't want to step on your toes, man. <laughs> <laughs> you got to have something more to say. Uh, talk about uh, yourself, what, maybe. <laughs> what would you like to know, man? Yeah, that was a short version of my bio, but, um, you know, I got into this world of sales and marketing. Uh, through the great training program of the Air Force. That's right. Oh, nice. I've got advanced degrees in sales and marketing from the Air Force. And if you believe oh, that, cool. i got a bridge to sell you. Um, but I did. I spent nine years in the Air Force, and I jumped right out um, into commission sales in 1997. I had a wife. Uh, we had a young son, another one on the way. Uh, and I've put food on the table since uh, 1997 as a sole breadwinner for a family of nine. Uh, being able to sell, that's being a pretty able to big connect family. with people, yeah, and and two dogs, man, and two dogs. So um, you know the stuff we talk about, it has worked, uh, and I'm still in business today, applying these principles. Uh, so the things I talk about uh, are also currently working. Okay, so this isn't um, this isn't theory. This isn't something I read in the book. Uh, this isn't something that I learned in a class, you know, 25 years ago. Uh, taught by somebody who did it 25 years before that. Um, you know, the things like we mentioned, you know, excessively pragmatic. Uh, if something doesn't work, if it doesn't make sense, I don't do it. And uh, I certainly don't teach it. So that's, uh, that's always been my approach to, uh, to business and to life. Cool. So anyone who's probably tuning in is thinking, oh, you know what? Right now my sales are down. What should I be doing about that? And I mean, you're the sales coach, you're the sales guru. What's the number one reason that people's sales are down? Uh, well, you know, the, the title of this is it's the title of a report, that I, a free report that I wrote years ago. And the, the biggest reason, number one reason, is because of Marion Robert Morrison. Do you know who he is? No, I don't. It's John Wayne. John Wayne. John Wayne's the reason that we don't have any uh, that our sales are down. He's the reason. Well, yeah, Marion <laughs> Robert like, yeah. Morrison. <laughs> Marion Marion Robert Morrison is the reason because um, most people we've been chasing something that doesn't exist. Okay, oh, John like Wayne a unicorn. What's that? Oh, yeah, like unicorns like a, exactly. Oh, uh, but they're we're, so we're, cool. <laughs> uh, we're, we're chasing things that don't exist. John Wayne is a stage name, right? John Wayne 
you know, the, the Marlboro man, right, just riding off into the sunset, you know, trusty horse and a, and a good rifle and quick with a six-shooter, you know, it, it doesn't exist. Uh, that was a, it was for entertainment purposes. It was overproduced, right? Overhyped, overglamorized. And people, we get lulled into that. We think that's reality. And so we're chasing things that don't really exist. So how can you ever achieve your goals if the attainment of them is literally impossible? Hmm. And so that's, that's why I say our sales are down, our stress is up, and we're running on empty. You know, because we're chasing the wrong things. That that makes a lot of sense. I can see me chasing all the wrong things because a lot of the things that I want don't exist, like unicorns. <laughs> nah. So maybe I'll just settle for a horse, right? Just cut there the horn off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's and you see people, salespeople and entrepreneurs are especially vulnerable. Um, hmm. We. We're under pressure, right? We have daily deadlines, weekly deadlines, monthly deadlines, quarterly deadlines, annual deadlines. You know, people are breathing down our neck every day. You know, we're waking up, having to get it done, having to bring in the income. Uh, and so the, the dirty little secret is, like, that to make a movie, if you've ever been to Hollywood, if you've ever been just on the set even of a television commercial, um, you realize how much work goes into making those people look pretty and sound smart and say just the right thing. You know, you see the, the television thing or the, you know, the movie thing, you know, take 27, you know, cut action. You know, they literally do it over and over and over again to get it right. And there's dozens, if not hundreds of people working tirelessly on minute little details to bring that about. And then we become an entrepreneur, we enter sales, we see people, you know, with the American Express card and expense accounts and dining and golfing and things are just easy and I'm just, people like me, so they're going to buy from me and it's not that easy. That's Man, not you're reality. you're telling me everything I want. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Everything I so want they that sell I didn't you. even know I wanted. <laughs> they sell you on what you want, right? And then it ends up being a... Uh, an empty bag because oh. it just it doesn't exist. Wow, interesting. So, what do you have? Like, so let's say I decided today I wanted to become an entrepreneur, go out there because I want that Amex card, I want that expense account, I want to go out there and travel the world and play golf wherever I want. Like, what, what's your wake up advice for me? What's your wake up call for me? Uh, the, the simplest thing is find a need and fill it. Find a okay. need and fill it. Find a need and fill it. Just because you like something, just because you have a passion, doesn't mean you can make money at it. Uh, and quite often, uh, you see this all the time. You see it with chefs. You see it with golfers. Oh, I love golf. I'm going to be a golf pro. Well, the reality is you like golfing. You may not like teaching. You may not like running a golf course. Okay? You like baking, but you may not like running a bank store. You may not like having to manage rent and utilities and staff and HR and payroll and all that stuff. Okay. What so, about me? But, I, I like uh, I like sleeping and watching TV. Yeah, exactly. I like I like smoking cigars and sipping whiskey. So uh, I'm trying to uh, figure are out how to monetize. Make us money. Uh, you know, obviously people make money in the cigar business and the whiskey business. 
Uh, I just haven't really pursued it enough to find out. But the main thing is, you know, find a need and fill it. If you, you know, there's opportunities sitting around all the time. Uh, if you hear two or three or seven of your friends, you know, in, in very short order, same day, same week, uh, complain about something, right? That, you know, why is this so hard? I mean, like, look at YouTube. You know, these guys are like, why is it so hard to upload a video to the Internet? They figured out a way to, to make it work. Uh, but you see it all the time. Uh, you know, Apple got into the phone business because they're like, why is it so hard to activate a phone and uh, get it online and use the dang thing? So they just invented a phone and they invented a whole new process to activating the phone. You know, and those are big examples, but there's examples all the time around, you know, mowing yards, around house painting, around dog walking. There's a whole business around scooping up dog poop, okay? I don't think anybody, like, as a kid said, you know, what do you want to do when you grow up, Leonard? I want to scoop dog poop. I mean, nobody has that. But, <laughs> but there was, there's a need, right, and somebody's filled it. And now they're a successful entrepreneur with a franchise nationwide uh, around, you know, we scoop poop. You know, but then they're smart because now they know that somebody has a pet, you know, a pet dog usually, right? And so what might else they need? Maybe they need dog walking service. Maybe they need a dog kennel, you know, a little hotel when they travel or a dog sitting service. Uh, maybe they need a vet. They need shots. They need uh, fancy collars. They need fancy dog bowls and, you know, fancy dog food, you know, gourmet food now. So there's, so your foot is in the door. So a smart entrepreneur doesn't just go for the sale, right? Now they understand they have a customer. Now they think beyond the sale and say, how can they serve that customer? Um, and and it, become, it can become almost limitless, you know, the potential uh, for the earnings and the additional needs you can fill as that entrepreneur. So if I wanted to go out there and scoop poop for a living – then you're telling me that what I should do is think about how I could wash the dog too, take the dog for a walk, get it all dressed up, get some clothing for it, get its nails done, get its hair did and everything, huh? <laughs> yeah, there's a lot. I mean, we have a, a mobile dog groomer, right, that comes to us every six weeks. They wash the dog. Uh, they trim him. He's a big dog, big 100-pound lab. Uh, they give him a haircut. They bathe him, trim his nails, clean his teeth. They come to us. Okay, so if they were smart, you know, they would, uh, maybe they don't want to scoop poop, right? But maybe they partner with somebody. They partner with the scoop, uh, the, the poop scooping person and say, hey, we have a client. Do you have a flyer, right? Do you, we can pass out a flyer and, and they have their own little code on there. They hand it to us, say, hey, Wes, um, you seem like a busy guy. You look like you probably don't want to scoop poop. Would you be interested in having this person contact you? Yeah, sure. They give me the flyer. I call them up. I say, hey, Leonard, you know, Mary gave me your thing. Uh, she says, you know, if I mention her name, I get, you know, 50% off my first month. If I sign, you know, six-month agreement, how do you work? All right, so now Mary gets a cut. I get a discount. You get a lead for free. Ooh, right? that sounds pretty cool. So being smart, being open to that. But, you know, that mobile dog groomer could do many things. You know, they could just talk to us, hey, do y'all do your own yard or do you, you know, 
you have somebody, do you have a gardener? You know, and we happen to have a gardener, right? We say, we, no, we don't. Or, yeah, we got a guy, he's a little bit expensive. Hey, I've got somebody. Would it be okay if I have him call you? Yeah, sure, I'll give me a call. Right? They could be keeping their eyes open. And think about it. Somebody that does, that hires a mobile um, dog groomer, you know, they pull up and they're like, they can tell that we own the house, right? Or they can bring it up in conversation. Maybe you don't want to assume, right? Hey, how long have y'all been here? Is it, how long, when did you buy? Oh, we didn't buy, we're renting, right? Or we say, oh, we bought eight years ago. Oh, fantastic. You must really like the neighborhood. Yeah, we really like the neighborhood. Uh, let me ask you, do you have a cleaning lady that you like? You know? As a matter of fact, we're looking for somebody. Oh, you know what? My friend is in that business. Would it be okay if I have her give you a call? Okay? She, this mobile dog groomer could get, could get affiliate income. Right? She, she's finding a need and she's filling it. Do you own? Yes, we do. Do you have a gardener? Yes, we do. You know, do you have a clean lady? No, we don't own it. And she can just start. She's finding needs and she's filling it because she's here and she can make some determination. She can look at our cars and say, man, that's a nice truck. You know, you, you keep it looking that nice, or do you have, like, a service? Oh, no, sir. Hey, do you, ever, do you ever, you know, get any deep, get your cars detailed? A friend of mine, the reason I asked a friend of mine, I'm a mobile groomer. Uh, he's a mobile car detailer. Oh, that's fantastic. I hate going and waiting half a day while they clean my car. You know, can I get his card, right? Well, there's all these opportunities just right under our nose. Uh, so you have to just, you know, like we used to say playing football, you know, keep your head on a swivel. Be looking around. Look for the threats. Look for the opportunities, uh, and you'll see once you have that perspective, that attitude, the opportunities are endless. Of course. Well, that's pretty cool. I, it sounds like that me and you, we should start up a dog grooming business like today. <laughs> <laughs> well, are you ready again, for this? <laughs> well, you got to find a need and fill it, okay? Is there a need? Because like, maybe my neighborhood's covered. Maybe my whole city's covered. You know, I'm in a smaller town. Uh, but may, maybe it's not, right? you got to do some research. But again, are there, you and I are saying we're discussing this theoretically, right? But you need to, yeah. to listen to your friends. You know, do they say that, I don't know, Facebook marketing is too hard? Do they say I mean, direct mail marketing is too hard? Do they, you hear a bunch of people say it's too hard to find good salespeople, you know? It's and too so hard to you find hear good a second, salespeople. Third, I'll say that right you know, now. <laughs> Yeah, so, so you hear that a second, a third, a fourth time, right, like in a week. You know, maybe you're at a trade show, right? You're there for three days, and you hear like 18 people saying, golly, I'm trying to grow. I just can't find the right salesperson. So then you ask, you know what? I've got an idea. I'm just kicking it around. But if I could find someone, if I had a service that, that did the, the initial calls for you or the initial appointment setting, would that be a service you'd be interested in? Hell yeah, I would. Okay, great. So you go back to those other 17 people, you ask them the same question. Now you got 18 leads. Wow, right? 18 so now, leads. That's a lot of leads. What do you do with all these so, leads? Well, so now either you figure out how to start the service or you do some quick research. It's like Bill Gates. Bill Gates didn't create DOS, right? Bill Gates was in the computer programming business, but he didn't create DOS. He heard IBM needed an operating system. He knew someone else who had an operating system. And he licensed it from them. He licensed it for whatever, $20,000, and he sold the rights to IBM for $50,000, and a business was born. Good. What if you don't have this twenty grand though, and all this capital to go out there and make this happen? Well, if you have a signed contract from IBM that says, 
I will pay you $50,000 for your software. I mean, I don't know. You could go to, you could go to somebody, right, and get a loan and say, you know what? I, I need, I need $20,000 for exactly 24 hours and I will pay you $5,000 for your $20,000 for 20, for 24 hours. I'll, somebody's going to give you that money. Oh, interesting. Right? It sounds like you got all worked out. Like every single thing that could come up, you got a solution for it. <laughs> well, uh, what we're going to have to do right now is just hop into a commercial break, but we'll be back soon. Uh, you can find Wes at the Sales Whisperer.com, and I believe he's the Sales Whisperer on Twitter as well. Me, I'm at Mr. Leonard Kim, and you can find me at LeonardKim.com, and let's hop off to a commercial break. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. Life is complicated and sometimes we all need a little help, but don't have the time for a full hour-long session or don't know who to turn to. That's where BetterHelp comes into play. With BetterHelp, I can get matched with one of over 2,500 licensed and approved counselors and therapists and get help anytime, anywhere, totally private. For a flat weekly fee starting at $35, I can connect with my counselor via text, chat, video conference, or phone, which is great for me because I'm always on the go. And I can go back to previous sessions whenever I want through my secure account from anywhere in the world. It's a great feeling to know that help is there, affordable, private, and convenient to my schedule. We all can use a little help. Visit betterhelp.com forward slash VA health and register for free. You can try it for seven days without being charged on your credit card and get matched with a licensed counselor usually within 24 hours. Get better help today at betterhelp.com forward slash VA health. Want to improve your health, business, and life just by listening to a radio show? Well, we can at least move you in the right direction. Listen for Spotlight, the Allison H. Larson Show. Each week, Allison will speak with amazing guests and find out what's changed their lives and how they are changing the lives of others. From beauty to health to business and personal relationships, we're here to inspire you to live your life of passion. Listen every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Influencers Channel channel hear the stories be motivated be inspired join us today voice america influencers this is grow your influence tree to reach leonard kim or his guest call into the program at 1-866-472-5795 That's 1-866-472-5795. Or drop a line by email to hello at leonardkim.com. Now, back to Grow Your Influence Tree. Hey, welcome back, everyone. Leonard Kim here with our guest, Wes Schaefer. If you missed the first portion, uh, Wes really went over this great plan on how to go out there and start a business from scratch, and that's by filling a need. He even showed case examples of how if you don't even have any money, but you're already closing the deal, you can go out there and get the money for it too. So so now that we're back, I had a question for Wes. Like It's something that's been mind-boggling to me, and I really want to know his take on it. So Wes, let's say say I came up to you and I'm like, hey Wes, I need to sell 11,000 copies of this book. Um, Let's say it's the 
the cookie cutter plan to grow a business or something like that. And I need to get those 11,000 sales within a two-month period, and the product doesn't exist yet. How would you make that happen? As a product that doesn't exist? You're saying the... So it's, it's like pre-sales. Again? It's like pre-sales or like... So you have two months... Oh, the book isn't out yet. You're trying to do pre-sales yeah. of the book. Okay. Um, yeah, the, the big thing to understand about any business is that promotion and marketing is your number one job. Um, and if you ever try to write a book, you ever, you ever try to get a deal to get published, you'll find out that the publisher um, is going to ask you, how are you going to sell the book? Uh, it's, it's a little bit mind-boggling. It's a little disheartening when you first experience that because you think, you know, you get this great idea, you've outlined it, you think you've got a, there's a need that you could fill. And you think, I'm just going to run with it, promote your book. You'll be a New York Times bestseller, hanging out with Oprah, and everything's going to be glorious. Uh, Ooh, but it doesn't work that way. Hanging out with Oprah. Yeah. Sorry, sorry. So you've I was just got... thinking about that for a second, going, oh, what would we talk about? <laughs> well, I mean, when I was hanging out with Oprah, she was asking if, if I could introduce her to you. So, I mean, she, she's a fan of yours, man. Oh, really? I'm just saying. Oh, really? <laughs> that, that's pretty cool. Uh, I can't wait to uh, meet her. Tell her um, uh, I'm available whenever. <laughs> all right. Well, hold on a second. I'm texting her right now for you. Okay. All right. Done. Um, Sounds good. So, do, do you want to sell this book at list price, or do you just, or do you want to get um, the quantity uh, done so you've got pre-orders and can show something to you know to the publisher, and you can build a list for additional upsells. Uh, let's say it's at um, the uh, asking price, but you could toss in other freebies if you wanted to. Yep. Uh, and I would say that, so that's a biggie. Uh, and you'll see most book launches doing this now is having all types of um, ongoing content, uh, membership sites, you know, private or secret information that's only available to those that have purchased, either purchased the book uh, and there's like, keywords buried in the book that gives them kind of the passcode, uh, or it's only available for those that pre-order. So you've got to do a lot of work ahead of time. It's like, it's like I was talking about in the beginning with John Wayne. To create, you know, John Wayne looking so good on the screen took a lot of prep work uh, ahead of time. And so, oh, yeah. so think of bonuses, additional reports, interviews, videos, audio. Maybe it's you reading the book. Maybe it's you... Um, going in, going deeper into the stories in some of the chapters. Uh, that's only, and you're only releasing that uh, for free to the pre-orders, right? Say, so, hey, look, later on, this is going to be part of my membership site and our tribe. Uh, this is going to be a ninety-seven dollar upsell. But if you pre-order the book now, you know, between now and whatever date, right? Uh, you're going to get access to that content. You're going to get access to a private online group and. Um, so where we talk about the book, where we talk about, take your questions, you know, me as the, as the author, you know, I'll be the one answering your questions. So you're going to have unprecedented access, um, but only if you pre-order. And so hmm. coming up with sweeteners like that uh, are going to help a lot. But you have to be a, a relentless, almost shameless promoter of your book, okay? You have to reach out to people 
uh, people with radio shows, people with podcasts. You know, look at look at guys, you know, and, and gals, actors and actresses going on, you know, the, the Tonight Show or whatever. They're usually making the rounds because they've got a new movie coming out. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you can do the same thing. You know, maybe you can't get on the Tonight Show, but you can get on podcasts that are that uh, specialize in your topic. Uh, you can do your own Facebook Live and and get the content out there. Uh, but by going on radio shows, going on podcasts, having a special URL, special offer for those listeners, um, all of that's going to help raise the awareness uh, and drive traffic to people buying the book. Uh, but if you're not super famous, you know, you're going to have to really work hard on your own PR, uh, on your own interviews like that, and just make sure you have a lot of bonuses because uh, it's, you know, it's what we call a risk reversal. Even though the book may only be nineteen ninety five or twenty four ninety seven, it's not a it's not a lot. But people, you know, they, they balk at paying one dollar for an iPhone app. Mm-hmm. So you've got to realize where people are coming from, what their obstacles are, what their objections are gonna be, and overcome them ahead of time. Uh, so this risk reversal, you know, it's like look, you're gonna pay twenty five dollars and not only will you get a signed copy of the book when it comes out. I'm going to send you, you know, a PDF version of the book for free, uh, and you're going to be in this private group uh, with access to all this additional content, which is another $97 value. You know, so by stacking it like that and promoting like crazy, um, you're going to be well on your way to hitting those numbers. Hmm. So you got a two-month period, and all these tactics sound great. What would, how would you prioritize all these tactics that you mentioned? Uh, well, number one, make sure you have the bonus content, right? Mm-hmm. So that's going to take a, that's going to take a little while to create. You've got to whether they're videos or they're audios, you have to have the technology in place. Uh, you know, is it going to be like a, a WordPress membership site? Is it going to be something like Kajabi with a monthly uh, subscription? You know, they're going to tie into your existing CRM, like going to Infusionsoft and then a Memberium. So you got to get all that tech in place uh, if you're going to go that bonus route. Um, otherwise, you know, and on top of that, uh, once that's created, then you got to get the word out. And finding influencers, right, figuring out who's got a big social reach and then thinking, you got to think, what, how can I help them? You know, how does me being on their show help them? How does it help them help their audience? Okay. Once you get that clear in your mind, then you have your, you know, your pitch, right? Your, your offer to your hook when you reach out to these influential people. Because if you can get, oh, like Oprah, right? If Oprah says, hey, this is my book of the month, they sell out. Right? You'll sell 100,000 coffees. You won't sell 11,000 coffees. So find those centers of influence, have an angle that gets their attention, that helps them help their customers, and you'll hit those numbers. Hmm. <clears throat> That's pretty interesting. Sounds like you're going to have to really hit the pavement and go out there and do as much as possible to really get that done. Well, so, pavement or, or virtual pavement, right? Reaching out um, to them. I mean, just like this, you and I haven't met in person, but you've been on my show. I've been on your show. Uh, so having, you know, working your contacts, 
picking up the phone, sending emails, following people on social media, you know, all that uh, is your, your virtual digital payment. Oh, cool. So, like, I mean, if, you're, if you land a big thing like Oprah and the media feature that big, then chances are you would sell like 100,000 bucks and blow that 10,000 or 11,000 out the window. But right. let's say you're unable to really land the big ones. Like, what, what else do you have to do? Let's say we follow all these tactics that you listed out and we sold 2,000 bucks. We're still at 9,000 left. What's there to do now? Um, so you've, you've reached out to these influencers. Uh, so you're on their, on their shows. You're being interviewed. So now you have some credibility, right? So take mm-hmm. those interviews, the downloads, share them on your own social media, put them on your own website, um, and start promoting yourself. But really you're promoting the things that other people of influence are saying about you, right? You're not hmm. saying that you're great. You're just sharing the fact that, you know, Oprah said you're great or, you know, this respected person in an online community said you're great. So the more you can talk about it uh, and get the word out, that's going to drive interest uh, just through your own channels, right? You need to have yeah. an email newsletter, some type of blast you can put out, you know, and then you can also partner with somebody, um, find out who's got their own offer. Uh, see what type. So just like the dog groomer that comes up and says, you know, hey, uh, do you need your car washed, right? Do you have a cleaning person, right? Do you get your house cleaned? You could partner with others that have uh, a coaching program. And so, so something that's, that's complimentary, right, that's not uh, in conflict, so mm-hmm. maybe my book is on sales training. I find somebody that has an Instagram course or a LinkedIn course, you know, and I can go to them and say, hey, if I promote your, your course, you know, people buy my book, can, can we give them a discount to your LinkedIn training course? Oh, yeah, okay. So somebody's got a $100 LinkedIn course, and usually with affiliates, they'll pay 50% uh, mm-hmm. commission. So you could say, hey, how about you know, I waive my commission of 50 bucks uh, and we drive people to you. So now it's like, hey, buy my book for $25. And when you do, you're going to get a promo code to save 50% on this LinkedIn training course. And oh, by the way, I use LinkedIn a lot to grow my own sales. And this is one of the courses that I've taken to help me do that. You know, so mm-hmm. spend 25, save 50 and get in this course. So now you find people with programs like that, um, and you can start piggybacking, right, and, and, and uh, compounding your offer with someone else's, uh, and people are eventually going to have to say yes, right? I mean, because there's just, you know, Lewis House is a LinkedIn course. Amy Porterfield has a Facebook advertising course. I mean, there's all these different things that are, that are complementary, uh, and if you're creative like that, they'll work a deal with you. Interesting. So let's say you follow these tactics, you get some influencers to share your stuff, you do a few partnerships. Okay, let, that, let's say that brings in 2,000 more so. So let's say we're at like 5,000 now. Where's the other 6,000 coming from? Man, why are you so hard? You didn't tell me this would be hard. 
You said this was a relaxed setting. We get to hang out. You asked me uh, easy questions. Um, all right, so we're up to what? 5,000? We're only up to 5,000 after all that? Yeah. We got to get 6,000 oh. more. Golly. Well, in real life, they're probably at 3,000, but let's just say it's 5,000. <laughs> all right, call your parents and ask them to, to help out, all right? Um, okay, so you've partnered with people. You've gone on interviews. Uh, you've emailed your own list. You've created the bonus content. Uh, you've, you've partnered with complimentary vendors, partners, and uh, created deals. I mean, really, if you are, if you reach enough influencers like that that have big followings, um, golly, I think you're going to sell thousands of books because uh, the offer is just so compelling. You know, uh, God, what else could you do? I mean, you could. You could see if you get, well, you can't really do a book signing because you don't have your book. Um, man, you could see if you can get on some hard, local right? channels. What's that? It's a little hard, right? Oh, it's, everything is hard, okay? That's Growing scary. a business is hard. And that's why I say that's the number one reason our sales are down, our stress is up, and we're running on empty. It's because we thought it was easy. We thought it was glamorous. <laughs> and the reality is there's, a bunch of little things you got to do. Like I, I'm creating a, a whole new uh, Facebook ads campaign right now uh, for my sales training course. And uh, I know theoretically what should work, uh, but there's no guarantees. I've got to test them, right? I'm going to run a couple of ads. I'm going to track them. I'm going to see which one works better. I'm going I'm to kill the one that doesn't. I'm going to take the one that does. I'm going to modify it and try to beat it, right? And just you keep iterating. It. um you know, you've got to try all of these things all the time because what works today probably won't work in six months. Mm. You know, uh, at least the, the actual ad or the format. Now, the thing that never changes is that people are always more interested in themselves than anything else. So as long as you can get their attention, be interesting, um, enter the conversation going on in their own mind, the self-talk that they're giving themselves, um, and address those needs and concerns, you'll always succeed. Hmm. <clears throat> yeah, that, that, that kind of makes sense. I mean, if you go out there and do all that stuff, it's good. This Facebook ads, would you kind of use that to help push the book out too, or would you not? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I would try as many things as I have time for and can afford, okay? Uh, but it, it does all take time. There are many steps to creating the ad, creating the Facebook pixel, uh, creating the retargeting. People make the mistake and think, oh, I'm just going to run this once and it's, it's just going to work and, and people are going to go to my page and buy. No. The reality is you've got to go through multiple iterations. People have to see your stuff constantly. I mean, look at McDonald's and Coca-Cola. I mean, who on this planet doesn't know who McDonald's and Coca-Cola is, right? But they're still running ads. They're still running ads, and they're changing their ads. They're changing their slogans and their taglines, okay? So you've got to be working on things, and that's where, like, having some type of marketing automation system in place that can drip on people Okay, having your retargeting. What, what does drip so on your, people mean? Like, like you, um, your nostrils are like dripping, and they just go <laughs> and fall on people, or 
Yeah, exactly. So you're constantly, <laughs> you're constantly just, just like a water drip, uh, you know, a faucet, uh, a faucet, a leaky faucet, uh, slowly just kind of reminding them with another email or a phone call or a letter, and they keep hearing from you and seeing you. So like on a, on a retargeting ad, um, you know, people visit your website and then they don't buy. Well, now your email, or because you've got that, that retargeting pixel, now your ad is following them. Okay? And so they're, like seeing you, they're seeing you everywhere they go. Hmm. Right? And they're like, wow, who is this person? I want to go back and check him out. Okay? And that's where the, the big money comes in. Okay? Uh, is having the, the forethought, you know, to think through this and implement, you know, just like John Wayne in his movies, just like anybody coming out with a new movie. You know, they're everywhere. They're on the sides of buses, right? They're, they're you know, you tune into Netflix and that new video, a new movie, they're running their ad. You're seeing the ads on, on Facebook. You're seeing them interviewed on The Tonight Show. So it's, they're everywhere. They're following. Like, man, I can't. I guess I got to go see this movie. I mean, they're advertising the heck out of it. It must be good. All right, just because you see a lot of ads, you think it must be good. So that's, that's how people think. Hmm. That's pretty interesting. I never really thought about it that way. So if you're all around the person all the time, you're like, wow, this has got to be good. That's a great thought. Maybe we should leave it with that for the next commercial break. If you want to follow Wes, you can follow him at The White Sales Whisperer. And if you want to follow me, you can find me at Mr. Leonard Kim on Twitter. We'll see you after the commercial break. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. I'm busy and so is my family. Leftover pizza and unhealthy takeout isn't really doing it for us anymore. Just ask my bathroom scale. That all changed when I found Freshly. For less than $10 a meal, Freshly delivers six meals a week, always fresh, never frozen, prepared by top chefs and nutritionists using the best, freshest, gluten-free ingredients. The best part is the menu is always new and fresh, just like the food, and it only takes three minutes for me to prepare breakfast, lunch, or dinner, and there's no messy cleanup and no dishes. My family loves the choices and the taste and freshly delivers to my home and my office so I eat healthy all day, every day. If you're tired of the same old cardboard delivery and takeout, try out Freshly.com today and save $20 on your first order using coupon code VAH639 at Freshly.com. Your taste buds and your scale will thank you. So save 20 bucks today with coupon code VAH639 at Freshly.com. Would you like to make more money, help more people, and have more fun? Tune in to Noah St. John's Money Mindset and Marketing Mastery Show because you'll discover the money, mindset, and marketing skills that will help you create the abundant lifestyle you desire. As an international keynote speaker, best-selling author, and thought leader, Noah helps business owners increase their income, influence, and impact. So tune in to Noah St. John's Money Mindset and Marketing Mastery Show live every Friday at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Change starts here. 
Change starts now. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. This is Grow Your Influence Tree. To reach Leonard Kim or his guest, call into the program at 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or drop a line by email to hello at leonardkim.com. Now, back to Grow Your Influence Tree. Hey, everyone. Leonard Kim here, back with Wes Schaefer. Man, what a fun day it's been. We've got to hear stories about John Wayne... We got to go out there and really push out a brand new book that um, a brand new book that needs to sell eleven thousand copies, and Wes just showed us all the things that we needed to do. But hey, you know what? Let's get to know Wes a little bit and his personal life. Like we're we're connected on Facebook, and I always see this recurring thing come up, and this re- <laughs> recurring thing that just keeps coming up. It's like this sofa. Can you tell me about the sofa and what, like, why, what's going on with it? That's a top secret sofa, man. I don't know if your listeners are, are cleared to hear this story. But the reality is, I've got seven kids, man, and we're always just tired from chasing the baby, so we nap. Um, nice. You know, because with, with seven kids, I mean, the baby's three and a half. And I don't know if you've ever had kids, they, um, especially little ones, they, I mean, they're a handful. And um, the, the only time that we can uh, truly rest uh, and relax is when she's taking a nap. So I just kind of got in the habit. I mean, everybody loves a sleeping baby, right? Sleeping babies, sleeping puppies, they're so cute. So I took a picture, you know, and I share it. And, but now, because we are such a big family, I mean, there's always kids coming over, visitors coming over. Uh, and kids will crash out on the couch. So it's all right, like, when they come and spend the night and they sleep there. But I always get pictures of um, of napping, all right? But, I mean, <laughs> these kids, they'll come over. I mean, 2 in the afternoon, they're napping on my couch. I'm like, okay, if you're going to nap on my couch, I'm going to take a picture of you. <laughs> <laughs> do you let them know beforehand, or do you just take the picture? Oh, they all know now. <laughs> they all know now. <laughs> have you seen? How long have you been like keeping up with this picture thing? Oh, I don't know. At least a year. Um, At least a year. Actually, I, I scrolled through my iPhone the other day. Actually, I made a, an album uh, on my phone <laughs> and called it "Napping," and uh, it went back. It went back a good solid year for sure. <laughs> oh man, that's hilarious. <laughs> so now, yeah, and so you see how like from an influence standpoint, right? Or from a marketing standpoint, I didn't do that to build a brand. I didn't do that to expand my reach. I didn't do that to get on your radio show, right? I just did it for fun. Uh yeah. and so I think some I think sometimes people are too strategic, too tactical, uh and you know, too premeditated. I mean, Go ahead and, and show your personality, you know, especially on social media. I mean, there's, there's pros and cons to being public, right? And so because I own my own business and I am the brand, um, I mean, my entire profile is, pub, is open to the public. And so I, I just share it. And, but now literally everywhere I go, I go to any conference anywhere, if I see somebody uh, you know, a longtime friend, you know, or somebody that is a Facebook friend, they go, oh, my gosh. People all the time say, 
I'm coming to your house to rest. They say one of two things. Either I'm never coming, either I'm never coming to your house because I don't want my picture napping, or they say, I need some sleep. I'm coming to your house, man. That's the place to go. So either way, it's good. Uh, nice. And, uh, it, you know, it's a conversation piece. We have fun with it. And, um, you know, have a little fun in your life, right? I think, I think a lot of people uh, take too many things too seriously. <laughs> Oh, yeah. A lot of people really do take things too seriously. And I think this is one of, I mean, looking at your feed, I, I think your most engaging posts are actually the sofa shots. Well, and that's what kind of think? sad, right? Because I'm supposed to be this smart, witty, creative uh, <laughs> sales and marketing guy. But, uh, yeah, everybody loves the uh, the playful things. Oh, yeah, that's completely true. And I, I mean, from you talking about firsthand experience of how people are treating you different, that's pretty amazing where, where they're going off and saying, hey, I need to go take a rest at your house. Or, hey, oh, yeah. I'm never coming over. That's like an immediate conversation starter and it really gets things going. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it does. It does break that. We're all looking for something that we have in common, right? So we can yeah. talk about it. And, and so having something like that, yeah, that's the other thing with social media. You know, I uh, I grew up in Houston, and I went back uh, for eight days right after the flood. And um, I, I just had my college reunion, my 25-year college reunion. And people that I have not been in touch with were coming up to me all weekend, you know, thanking me for going to help. And and many of them donated. I mean, people I haven't been in touch with. and And so by having, you know, Putting yourself out there, documenting what you're working on, um, it, it created that bond. It created something to discuss. Uh, you know, because a lot of times it's kind of awkward, right? You see somebody, you're at a reunion, you know, you don't remember their name, but you know, whatever. You're like, what do I say to this guy? Hey, how you doing? Where do you live? You know, what do you do for a living? How's the family? You know, but now you got something to break the ice, kind of unique. And uh, it's just a more relaxing conversation. Uh, and you you can more quickly form a bond, a relationship with that person. And we know the old adage, we, we do business with people we know, like, and trust. So by yes. having something like that, you can discuss. Um, it, it helps you, you know, more quickly establish that know, like, and trust. And then maybe some business will come out of it. Oh, that's pretty cool. So if I if I was just starting out right now today and I've made my business, you'd say I need to go showcase my personality too and not just be like, oh, my God, I got to get this book out there or I got to get this business started. Uh, all I got to do is just talk about this business, 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 business. Right. Yeah. If you look at it, you know, if you have a 40-hour work week um, and you work eight hours a day, then, you know, five days a week, then – that's only one third of your day, right? So one that's third true. of your day is work. Two thirds should be non-work. And that's not even counting the weekends. Uh, but most people, you know, they get into sales and marketing. They want to talk about their business. Uh, you know, they want to grow their business. And they just think all business all the time. You know, and it's the old thing, you know, all work and no play makes Jack a dull boy, right? I mean, it's just don't be that way. You know, we, you always see how deals are done on the golf course and, you know, things like that over dinner. It's true. You know, that you go to dinner with the client and the client agrees to go to dinner with you either because they're a mooch and they want a free meal or they're, they're wanting to know more about you. And, you know, 
if they want to do business with you. Because people all the time pay more for a product um, than what than the cheapest price they could get it. Um, a lot of times because they like the salesperson, huh. you know, because they like the company, they feel better about the brand. I mean, I just did that. I just ordered. Uh, yeah, I've been doing Brazilian jiu-jitsu. I just ordered a gi, you know, one of the kimono, right, the, the martial arts kind of robe and, and attire. I paid $300 for a gi when I could have gotten, you know, a cheap one on Amazon for $60, you know, because I liked the story. I liked, I liked what the company stands for, so I paid more. So because you, know, you like price, the guy and what they stood for, you paid more for the same thing that you got somewhere else for cheaper. Yeah. Now, now granted, um, wow. and hopefully, it's, <laughs> ho- hopefully it's not the same, right? Uh, it's the same item, right? It's a gi, but based on what I know, it's much better quality. Uh, it's better material, better design, uh, and longer lasting. So, you know, my my hope and my expectation is, is that this will last two to five times longer than the stuff that I'm wearing now. Uh, so I'm not doing it just to be nice, okay? But I, I did like their story. I'm placing my trust in them after listening to their own interview on a podcast and watching their videos. I feel like I know them. Uh, I feel like I like them, and I feel like they are trustworthy. So rather than, you know, because my current gi is like 150 bucks, So that's kind of the mm-hmm. mid-range price. You know, if you're a bargain basement shopper, you can get them for less than half of that. So in my mind, I'm paying double, right, uh, what I could have picked one off the shelf at my local school uh, because I like their story. And I think they're good people. So, you know, time will tell. Uh, I'm hoping that, you know, I can, I can say two years from now, three years from now, hey, this thing still looks brand new. It's totally worth the investment. But even if it holds up, you know, close to as well, you know, a little bit better. But if it feels better, if I feel better wearing it, um, and, and I still like the story, then I'll pay more to support someone that I like. And, and you know what? Your customers will, too. Do you think another part of it is that just because you got to hear this person and hear their story and get to know them a little bit better than anyone else, that maybe a part of that decision-making process was this guy was explaining some of like the features, the functions, and things like that that the other person really couldn't that was selling their thing on Amazon because maybe they're the same, but then if you're, you have someone who's able to explain um, how the uh, manufacturing process works, what kind of materials they're using and things like that, and the other person isn't, I mean, they could be made in the exact same place in the exact same way, but one person has a story behind it and the other doesn't. Does that kind of like help with the sales process too? Uh, sure. Now, yeah, in this guy's case, he highlighted the fact that he doesn't make his in the same place. They make them all on their own Ooh. because he was ripped off by getting his made uh, somewhere else. And so, but the, the key point here that you're bringing up uh, is, you know, I listened to a podcast interview of this guy that ran almost three hours. Wow. And then, and then I watched a video of his 
um, multiple videos on their website, okay, um, that ran, I watched at least 30 minutes of their videos uh, on top of that. So, you know, people that say, you know, long copy doesn't sell, I say, yeah, whatever. You know, people will read and watch what interests them. Mm-hmm. Okay? So you can make a three-hour podcast as long as it's interesting. So okay? what do you say people, to those people who say, oh, I got to make a minute video, I got to make a minute video? Yeah, I'm like, why? Who says? Right? That You have to make a – if you're boring, I won't watch you for 10 seconds. <laughs> right. Well, if you're ten entertaining, seconds is a long time to give to a boring person. Yeah. If if you're entertaining, if you're engaging, if I have a passion or an interest, you know, I want to know more about it. I don't want to know less. Right. So, yeah. Don't don't fall for that. There, there's no one size fits all. Okay. And but you know, in this world of 144 characters. You know, even on Twitter, I've been seeing lately uh, people with these, um, basically a storyboard on Twitter, right? Well, they'll have five, eight, ten, you know, 15 things in a row, and they're actually really good. Um, and talking about an update, a status, uh, they're including pictures, uh, and they're hysterical, uh, and they're engaging. So that even proves, you know, 144 characters isn't enough. Um, so think more about being entertaining, about engaging, again, answering the question going on in the mind of the prospect. Uh, if you can do that, your ads, uh, your emails, your videos, they can be as long as you want them to be. Nice. That's pretty cool, especially in the content uh, world now. So many people are like, oh, you got to grab people's attention. They don't have any attention spans and things like that. I mean, for me, it's kind of interesting because I, I built my whole career off of long-form content. I went out there and told stories that were like 5,000 words. I mean, who really has the time to like sit around and like, you know, <clears throat> uh, read that? But you find out really quickly that people really do have the time to go out there and read all that content. And for me, I was like, wow, this is so amazing. People will actually stop and pay attention if there's something that... They're interested in. Like when I first yep. read James Altucher's first post, it was like, oh, wow, this thing's so long. I don't want to read it. But once I started, I couldn't put it down. Exactly. And it's crazy how that works in the world. And, I, I mean, it's pretty miraculous, really, how much attention that people are giving to that. Um, I know we have to close out the show now. Wes, everyone can follow him at The Sales Whisperer. Uh, catch him on Twitter. Go find Wes Schaefer on Facebook and go check out those pictures of those sleeping babies and sleeping friends. <laughs> and hey, um, if you need to follow me as well, I'm at Mr. Leonard Kim and you can also find me at LeonardKim.com and I'm signing out. Have a great day. Thank you. Thank you for making us part of your week. Listen for Grow Your Influence Tree with Leonard Kim every Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time and 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Stand out, stand apart, and become a top influencer. We'll see you here next week.